1: We had the pleasure of sitting down with the one, the only Jody Sweetin. We have another amazing blast from the past. This is a never before released interview. Do you guys love Jody Sweeten? Full House, Fuller House, John Stamos, Candice Cameron Bure. Oh my gosh, Miss Candice is she's she's troublesome these days, guys. I don't know, but you know what? It's not about me. It's about Miss Jody Sweeten. This is a never-before-released chat with Miss Sweeten, and now we share this chat. I loved it, Dancing with the Stars with the one, the only Jody Sweeten. Hey everyone, this is David. Welcome back Behind the Velvet Rope. Let's just get right into it today because we are joined by legend and icon, the one and only Miss Jody sweet Hi!
0: Oh wow, legend and icon. I love it. This is fabulous.
1: I mean, listen, this is, we have to make you feel welcome behind the velvet rope, <laughs> Jodi. Come on. You know, and listen, I mean, I see you have, you know, your appropriate red sweater on for Christmas.
0: Yes, I did. I, I was like, well, you know, if I'm promoting the holiday movie, I must wear red. Although I, I must admit I'm a holiday purist myself, so we have not decorated for Christmas yet. We're still in Thanksgiving mode, but, you know, I'll, I'll make an exception for the movie coming out November 5th. We, you can watch Christmas movies, that's fine.
1: I am all for that. Like, I like listen, Thanksgiving is a great holiday. Let's just take yes, a minute, it's guys, still right? Yes,
0: mode. I'm still having, like, you know, the pumpkins in that moment. So we'll we'll get there. We'll get there.
1: But, you know, you're very humble because it's really not one Christmas movie. It's two Christmas movies. We just had a cozy Christmas in and, you know, that Hallmark and Peacock are now, they're making a partnership that is now streaming as well on November 16th through the 18th. It's premiering. So we have that. Yes,
0: I we just just did that. And then Lifetime, I'm really excited about too.
1: I'm excited about Lifetime, November 5th, Mary Swissmas. So Talk to me. I mean, I just knowing how the industry works, like these movies, I assume, are films like July, August, June. So,
0: well, you know, funny, actually, um, both of these movies uh, were filmed in places where we didn't need fake snow. We wound up getting real snow. Uh, A Cozy Christmas Inn, which was on Hallmark uh, last week, was actually filmed in Utah last December, a beautiful little town in Utah. Uh, And then we filmed Mary Swissmas in Montreal, a little bit north of Montreal in February. So both of them were very cold locations, which I am totally okay with. I'd rather actually be cold than under layers of clothing and like sweating and dying
1: totally i mean what's the best thing about making a christmas movie i mean look at who who doesn't love christmas right
0: i I mean the holidays i think are a time everyone it just feels warm and cozy and candlelit and that's what these movies are about right they're about familiarity they're about comfort they're about knowing that there's probably going to be a happy ending um but you know when we're doing these christmas movies i just i love first of all i love the people i work with i've been really fortunate to have some amazing co-stars Um, David O'Donnell in A Cozy Christmas Inn and Tim Rozon, which a lot of people might recognize him from Schitt's Creek as well. He was mutt in Schitt's Creek. Um, But I, you know, I'm I'm really fortunate I get to work with some wonderful people. But uh, I will say that the holiday baking is usually a highlight because uh, there's always some sort of a gingerbread scene or a baking scene or something. And um, yeah, I do like the snacks, so...
1: Do you have a favorite like go-to like Christmas snack or treat that you love?
0: Uh, Actually, yes, I do. And it is something that my mom has always called peanut candy, but it's not, it's more like a fudge almost. It's basically um, chocolate chips, butterscotch chips, marshmallows, and peanuts, and you like mix it, and peanut butter, and you mix it all together and let it melt. And then you put it in a tray and let it harden to like a, like a, something that you can cut so it's like butterscotchy chocolatey marshmallow peanutty goodness and it's amazing and my mom makes it at the holidays and so like when I taste that I'm like oh now it's now it's Christmas now it's the holidays we can do it
1: that's like do you have like a favorite Christmas movie I mean other than these wonderful two movies which you have I mean but like the classic, I do you do
0: Oh my God, my two favorite Christmas movies. <laughs> they're not classics necessarily. Well, they are, they're, they're amazing. Um, number one in my book is A Muppet Christmas Carol. I love it. I'm obsessed with The Muppets. It's ridiculous. I know, I, I love that movie. I watch it at least once every year. My kids are now old enough that they just roll their eyes at me and they're like, whatever. But I insist on watching The Muppet Christmas Carol, even if it's by myself. Uh, and secondly, I really love Elf. That's my other, that's another favorite Christmas movie of mine.
1: What about a favorite Christmas song? Uh,
0: favorite Christmas song. Um, you know what? I really love the Harry Connick Jr. Christmas album. I don't know if I could pick a favorite song on there. There's several, um, but I love that album. It's uh, yeah. And Silent Night is also like any version of Silent Night. I think it's just beautiful. I love that song.
1: That's a good one. See, for me, it's Do They Know It's Christmas by Band-Aid. Now I'm showing my age, but, like, that just... Right. Uh,
0: there you go. There you go.
1: Well, or Wham! Of,
0: last Christmas. Is it Wham, right? Yeah. With yeah. Last Christmas. I mean, come on.
1: That's a good one. You know, yeah. that that's a good one, too. Well, listen, you know, speaking of the 80s, you know, see how I'm transitioning here?
0: I love it. I love it.
1: Look, you've been in the business for like three decades, you know, like, <laughs> well, I mean, like not in yeah. a bad way. You no, started. it's not. Oh,
0: no. It, yeah. It's been, you know, um, pretty continuously for like 35 years, 36 years.
1: I mean, do you remember like when you were a child on Fuller house, like just, I mean, on Full house, like what, how would you say just what, how would you sum up that time? Cause you were so young.
0: Oh man. You know, I had a really wonderful experience growing up in this business. I'm really fortunate, um, not everyone does, but I did. I was surrounded by not only a cast of people that genuinely loved each other, but our crew as well. So I grew up in this really wonderful, extended family, warm environment. And I was really, really happy. And, you know, it was lots of laughter and joy and, and, you know, becoming a family with these people. So it was, it was really, really fun as a kid.
1: Really. Gee- fun. Do you have like just a favorite like memory or just like one story from filming that sticks out? I mean, I'm sure you have numerous and you've told numerous.
0: I remember, you know, it was always fun when we would go on location, which we we didn't do often because location, taking a a show out of the stage and shooting on location is a nightmare. (laughs) A sitcom has its little machine and you take it out and it's a mess. But when we would go to, we went to Walt Disney World or like two weeks and we would, we went to San Francisco, I think for a weekend shot. And I'll never forget, we were driving to a restaurant like across the Golden Gate Bridge and we were in some 15 person, you know, 15 person passenger van, all of it, like the whole cast. We were on our way to some nice dinner across the bay. And we're in the car and Dave is like sitting up kind of in one of the front rows and just starts yelling out of the car. He's like, oh my God, it's the entire cast of Full House. Like, it was just like, oh my God, like joking around, but it was really funny. And we, you know, here we are all uh, as a family that, you know, driving across the Golden Gate Bridge together, but it wasn't in a cool like red convertible. It was a 15 person passenger van. So, yeah.
1: It's like life imitating art. Exactly. What about, like, was there a favorite, like, storyline or something that you did, at, at, like, as Stephanie Tanner, like, just that stuck out to you as, like, oh, I'm glad we're going down this road, or dealing with this, or?
0: Well, one thing I'm actually really proud of with Fuller House was, um and we got a really great response, was from uh, Steph's uh, infertility and pregnancy journey, and uh, having Kimmy be her surrogate, and watching that unfold. Um... It was, I think, a really important storyline, and I'm so glad that we talked about it. So many women reached out and said how nice it was to see that represented on, you know, on a, on a show and talked about. Um, so, yeah, I was really, really proud of that. And I was always proud. I, I think Stephanie always, uh, Steph spoke her mind, and, and I was always proud of her little spunk and, uh, and attitude.
1: What about the opposite? Like, was there anything, you know, like as a child, as a teenager that you were just like, oh, <clears throat> I just don't want to do this or just a storyline or.
0: I mean, I don't know about storylines that I like didn't want to do, but I, I think at probably as I got older at to like middle school age, I just became more self-conscious of like, <gasps> what are my friends going to think? My friends are going to think this is lame. You know, like that sort of thing. Like now as an adult, I'm my kids are like, oh my God, mom, you're so lame. I'm like, yeah, I know. I get, this is what I do for a living. We well, don't worry about it.
1: I'll admit it. As important as it is for me to eat healthy and put the right nutrients into my body and hydrate, or start a subscription on products you know you'll use. Go to 310nutrition.com and use the code VELVETROPE right now for 50% up to $100 for your first order. That's 310nutrition.com and use code Rope.
0: Discover why critics are calling Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes the best film of the franchise. What a wonderful day! It's a jaw-dropping spectacle that demands to be seen on the biggest screen possible. I need to go. Hang on. It is our time. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Now playing only in theaters. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13.
1: There's been more rain this summer in the Hamptons than ever. And I really don't mind the rain except for the fact that I always have to wear these clunky rain boots which are really not my style. They just don't go with what I'm wearing. Hello? But now that's all a thing of the past because I discovered Vessi. Vessi makes 100% waterproof shoes. Imagine your favorite sneaker styles. Waterproof. These shoes are so stylish. They have men's and women's. I love the white on lilac purple. They're so stylish. You could wear them out for a night. You could wear them to run. And now my rain boots are a thing of the past. No matter how wet I get with my umbrella trying to fight the rain going from place to place in the Hamptons this summer, My feet are totally protected because I have my Vessi's. They have high tops, slip-ons, classic shoes. They're lightweight and breathable. I really am obsessed with Vessi. So if wherever you live is raining as much as it is here in the Hamptons, you guys have to check out Vessi. Head to Vessi.com slash velvet and get yourself a pair today. Just go to Vessi.com slash velvet and get shoes for your best summer yet. Did you guys know that Americans spend 90% of our time indoors? I mean, it doesn't shock me. I'm sitting here in front of this microphone recording this podcast literally for like 22 hours a day sometimes. And then I sleep. Well, what I didn't know is that indoor air, according to the EPA, could be two to five times more polluted than outdoor air. And in some cases, it could be 100 times more polluted. That freaks me out. I don't know about you. And that's what led me to say I need to get an air purifier from my home, ASAP. That's when I discovered Air Doctor. Air Doctor filters out dangerous contaminants and allergens so your lungs don't have to. Their classic Air Doctor 3000 purifier is powerful enough to circulate the air in a 630 square foot room Four times an hour. Air Doctor comes with a no questions asked 30 day money back guarantee. So if you don't love it, just send it back for a refund minus shipping. So head to airdoctorpro.com and use promo code VELVET. And depending upon the model, you'll receive up to 40% off. You're saving up to 40% off. Lock in this offer by going to A-I-R-D-O-C-T-O-R-P-R-O.com and use promo code VELVET.
0: But as like an 11 or 12 year old girl, you're like, I just want to be like normal. And, you know, of course we're doing silly, ridiculous stories on Full House and uh, yeah.
1: What about, you know, listen, the show was such a huge success that went on for eight seasons. Like, do you yeah. have like that first memory of like when you realized like you were famous and like your relationship to fame and concept of it?
0: You know, I guess growing up in this business, I mean, I, I guess I, I don't ever really remember a time before I was working as a kid. Um, I started working at around four doing commercials and things like that. I never had like, you know, quote unquote, normal school experience until high school. Um, so I had nothing to really compare it to. And as the show got bigger within like the second and third season with Full House, you know, it just, I noticed I would get recognized more and I, you know, it was like harder to go maybe to the mall or to Disneyland or something without being recognized or stopped for an autograph. Um, and you know, it was different then because not everyone had a camera phone so you weren't being stopped and asked for pay. like it was you know it was it was a different it was just a different time but um yeah growing up in this business I guess I never really felt like I was like I never considered myself famous but then I'd be like oh people know who I am like all over the world it's kind of weird but you know I went to a public school and most of my friends were normal still to this day I have like a lot of friends that aren't in this business so my life is pretty It's pretty normal other than, you know, what I do for a living.
1: Were you all in? Because I've talked to a lot of like adult working actors and actresses that, you know, started at your age and, you know, Like I hear a lot of different things, like, were you all in or were you ever just like, you know, I think it's a hard concept of like, it's long hours, it's a tough business. Or were you like, I just want to go play with my friends and I don't want to work right now.
0: No, I loved it. And I remember my mom used to say, and I even say now, like, I never feel more at home or more on fire than when I'm on set um the way my brain works it's going 9000 miles an hour all the time so being on set is perfect for me and it's i've always been like that as a kid there's so much going on and so much to pay attention to and like i just really thrived in that environment so when i was working as a kid it was like it was everything i wanted it was excitement it was fun it was laughing it was you know acting it was creative it was constantly changing so it like i really think it was an environment that i thrived in and that i i still do and i just whenever i walk on set like i love it i love it
1: and then to that effect did you ever just because you start so you know most people grow up they decide what they want to do with their life did you ever like maybe after full house like you know did you ever because you worked a lot after full house of Mm -hmm. course but like did you ever think like hmm maybe i should go you know be a doctor be a school teacher like did you have thoughts of doing something else ever um
0: I actually got my undergrad degree in elementary education uh, with liberal studies, with an emphasis in elementary education and a history minor. I was going to be an elementary school teacher when I graduated college. Uh, I worked in schools for a little while, uh, and then uh, then kind of went off and did my twenties, and then uh, I worked in drug and alcohol treatment and was uh, a director of operations for several different places here in southern california and worked my way up there and had like a normal civilian job and actually was working that job while we were pitching fuller house um and left right from that and started working in tv again and then everything kind of came back full circle and i realized that this is really what i love and what i want to do but i do know i have other things if you know if i weren't an actress i'd probably be a therapist or you know involved in in that field somehow
1: Wow. Well, you mentioned like, you know, there was this family that was developing, you know, that doesn't just happen. Like we all know how the business works. You go to work, you have some great colleagues, you make a right. great show, 10 years, eight years, and then you keep in touch. Maybe what you see them at an award show or in the industry? Right. Like how right. did this all happen? Like you guys really grew
0: so I, close. I don't, I don't know how it was. I, and I really always say like something very magical happened among this cast. And even like, you know, Lori Lachlan, who got brought in later in the, I think in the second or third season, maybe second season, um, she just fit so perfectly right in with us. Like It was, I think it genuinely came from having um, good, kind people in the cast. There was not anyone who was mean or selfish or arrogant and who didn't like kids um, they were always really warm and inclusive with us and joked with us. And like, it felt like it didn't feel like as kids, we were a bother, you know, it felt like we were included. And I think because of that, we just all bonded and we all really spent time together. Even when you know, I was a kid, we would all be hanging out on set or doing like, it was just very close. And I think, I don't know, just some magical, little spell happened because it wasn't only our cast that remained close, but crew remained close. I mean, and, and some of them, you know, came back and worked on Fuller house I mean, there was a cameraman there who I've known since I was four years old that worked on my very first show. So it's great to see those people as you go along in this career, you know, and, and full house really um, so many people that have worked on both shows have said that they've never worked on a set that was so warm and inclusive and felt like such family. So I'm really proud that Full and Fuller House has done that for people.
1: Wow. Well, like you guys are so close. What's one of the best things about having Candace Cameron as a BFF?
0: I mean, like, you know, it's so funny because we like, we challenge each other in, like she, you know, I am not a runner. Andrea's a runner, Candace is a runner. I'll never forget for Andrea's 40th birthday, she wanted us all to run four miles. And I was like, I'm not doing it. And Candace like, you have to. And I was like, I'm not doing it. And and, like, so they really, like, as a sister would, she was like, no, you're running this. I don't care. Like, this is what's happening. Uh, and I did, and I ran four miles consecutively and I never have to do that again. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it, you know, having Candace and Andrea as, as best friends growing up and sort of older sister figures Um, it meant a lot, you know, I was an only child, so it it was great to have those relationships.
1: Were you involved? You mentioned like Fuller house and like, you went right from your day job, which was not in acting to Fuller house. Like, were you like, how did you first hear about this? You know, like did someone from the cast call you? Like, was it John Stamos or?
0: We were actually involved in all the pitch meetings, Candace, Andrea, and I, it was Candace, Andrea, myself, John Stamos, um, Jeff Franklin, the creator and Bob Boyette who would go in and pitch these meetings. So we had been talking about it with John and Jeff for quite some time, um, several years, actually. we kind of been toying around with the idea. And then finally, um, it just sort of came to fruition and we figured all the pieces out that needed to be figured out and uh, started pitching it around to different networks. So yeah, from the very beginning, I was really excited and involved, um, but you know, was working a day job and then be like, hey, I gotta take a day off or take a couple hours off and go, you know, pitch this show and then I'll come back. Um and I did that with, you know, some Christmas movies too, where I was like, I gotta take like, you know, a couple of weeks off. <laughs> um but I yeah, I, I I just I'm really um I love doing these movies. So it's it's really fun to be able to like jump right into doing Fuller House and then these kind of movies because I think people really they they relate to them a lot.
1: That's such a Hollywood thing, like doing the digital, like I have to go film a Christmas movie or audition right. or go talk to <laughs> Lifetime because, you know,
0: yeah. I mean, look, sometimes, you know, we all need our, we all need our day jobs. And then, you know, I'm so incredibly fortunate that now I get to come back and do this full time and jump into the things that um, really fulfill me in this business and, and creatively. Um, and I, you know, I get to do that again with a different perspective as a 40 year old.
1: Did you have any reservations, like, when you guys were going down the Fuller House Road? Just because, like, look, you know, it was such magic, lightning in a bottle the first time around. We have a lot of reboots, spinoffs, whatever you want to call it, that don't work out. This one happened, right. too. But did you have any reservations?
0: I mean, I we knew that the audience was so excited and so on board. Like, we knew we had fans that were like, please, we want to see this. We want to see this. And it had been long enough that we were like, you know, I think people, there's there's a whole new generation now that's grown up on this that would still be excited. You know, it's now we're the age of the kids that were watching Full House and now they have their own kids and they're watching it. So we knew that people would be um, excited about it. And, you know, we were kind of in the beginning of the reboot thing. We were one of the first um, and because I think Full House was really successful or Fuller House was really successful, um, I think a lot of people were like, oh, we should start doing this more, you know, to be honest, because we were kind of in the beginning of it.
1: I think that's a good point, too. Well, you know, while you were doing the deja, while you were making Christmas movies like Merry Christmas for Lifetime, which is coming out on November 5th, let's just yes. put that out there. Was yes. Stephanie Tanner always with you, like the way she was with me and the rest <laughs> of the world? Or did you just say, like, I'm going to go make a Christmas movie? This is my job. These are all the other acting projects. Or was she always there like she was for us? I
0: think, I think Steph is always there because I think in so many ways, because I grew up as Stephanie and Stephanie grew up as me in this weird sort of entanglement um I I think that there is a lot of me in in Steph so I don't I don't think she you know obviously for certain things she completely gets put away but but I think a little piece of Steph is always with me um particularly her snarky little comments
1: (laughs) (laughs) well that's good what is it like just as an actress like you know Revisiting a role like it was twenty years, like twenty years later that you played as a child, like is that like riding yeah. a bike? Does it take a minute to get back into it?
0: Um, you know, it was it was like riding a bike. It was like, oh wait, this feels this is so familiar. I know exactly what we're doing. Um, and to be able to do it with people that you know and love so dearly, like it was it, it was unbelievable. I mean, truly, to come back and get to do this show and have so much fun. I was like, I can't believe like this is really happening. Um, but yeah, it you know, it was like putting I, I call it the like kind of putting on an old sweatshirt where you're like, oh yeah, oh this is comfy. Yeah, I remember where this fits. I know, I know what this is. And as an actor to get to play a character 20 years later and kind of fill in some backstory, you know, um, it's just a it's a it's a sitcom, but you know, there's still some acting in there and I still filled in what Steph had gone through in those 20 years. So it was it was great to get to come back and bring her to life.
1: Well, there's a lot of acting in there. Is there someone like one of your castmates that you felt like that you worked with, like on Full House that like changed the most, just like as far, you know, like the cues were or just, you felt different. Like, you know, you had to ease more back into it, with that particular person.
0: No, I mean, I think because a lot, I mean, I know Andrea was really nervous because she had completely walked away from the business really, uh, after, after Full House, she was like, I'm, I'm good. Um, and so coming back for her, I think was probably the biggest challenge because she was like i haven't really done this in like 20 years um but it was so awesome and she just oh my gosh what she did with kimmy was absolutely brilliant and if you know andrea in real life and how you know relatively timid and kind of quiet she is to watch her allow kimmy to come out and really play this wild character and andrea is rather reserved like it's just it's wonderful to watch her let go like that. I, and I, I think she did a really great job with Kenny and Fourhouse. Who out
1: there has trouble sleeping? I mean, I do. But did you guys know that your temperature at night can be one of the greatest things that impacts your quality of sleep? If you're like me and you wake up and you're either too hot or too cold, I highly recommend you check out Miracle Made's bed sheets. Miracle Made uses silver-infused fabrics for temperature-regulated bedding so you can sleep at the perfect temperature all night long. It's really been a lifesaver for me. They're so comfortable, and they don't have the high price tag that most luxury brands have. So go to trymiracle.com slash velvet to try miracle made sheets today. And whether you're buying them for yourself or as a gift for a loved one, if you order today, you can save over 40%. And if you use our promo code at velvet at checkout, you'll get three free towels and save an extra 20%. Miracle is so confident in their product, it's back with a 30-day money-back guarantee. So if you aren't 100% satisfied, you can get a full refund. Upgrade your sleep with Miracle Made. Go to TryMiracle.com slash Velvet and use code Velvet to claim your free three-piece towel set and save over 40%. Wow. Again, that's TryMiracle.com slash Velvet to treat yourself. It was brilliant and everyone yeah. that was, what do you think, you know, the success of this show, you know, Full House, Fuller House, like what do you think it is? Like why, like you said, the fans were clamoring for this for literally 20 years since the day it went off. And like, what do you think it is that people just can't get enough?
0: You know, I, I think that, um, I think that people picked up on the genuine family and love that existed amongst us. And I think that was a big reason of why people really loved the show when they watched it because they really felt like they were watching a family that genuinely loved and cared about each other because we did. And I think that came across on screen and that warmth is what people were drawn to and loved and that genuine family. And so I think... um, you know, they, they responded with Fuller House because we were able to bring that same warmth back. It was the same people we were able to, you know, bring that same family and, and bring some comfort to people. It was really great.
1: It was great. Well, it wrapped in 2020. And then, I mean, of course, you know, we had the tragedy of Bob Saget,
0: right? What
1: just from like an actress, like, was that, you know, do you look back, like, are you so just thankful that you had, you know, just that you were so close in real life, but just the chance to like work together professionally.
0: I, I'm so glad, you know, um, Fuller house, I think we wrapped in November of 2019. And obviously it was pre COVID pre everything. And I look back on it now and I'm so grateful because we were able to send off the show in a really big way with all of the family, with all of us gathered, um, Bob was there, you know, it, I, I just, um, I really treasured those moments. Like there's some really special times, um, with everyone coming back as an, as adults for, for Fuller. And, uh, yeah, I, I'm so glad that we got to do that and got to give audiences that because, um, you know, we're not always guaranteed everything so I'm glad that people got to see us all work together and I had so much fun with Bob oh my god I became Bob um in that I was kind of always the one cracking jokes and and being a wise ass on set and that was always what Bob was doing and so yeah I just realized I sort of slid right into the uh Bob position of of being the inappropriate one on set (laughs)
1: More so than, like, Candace or Andrea or anyone oh, else. Oh, for sure. Say. Oh,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. I was, yeah, I definitely, I mean, I love, you know, I I'm. I have a, a much more adult sense of humor. So, yeah, I, I was always, you know, being, causing trouble and telling telling jokes that made Candace turn bright red.
1: <laughs> and then did you, in a full circle moment, think of that? Because, you know, like, we all heard about, you know, like, Bob would crack those jokes and then right. you guys were kids, but it was all oh, like, did for you sure. think of your, I,
0: I realized many a time I was like, oh, yep, just said that. Yep, did that in front of the kid. You know, <laughs> I mean, I was conscious. I would try and be conscious of it. But yeah, there's sometimes, you know, we all have those moments. Where we're like, oh, yeah, well, there was that moment.
1: <laughs> I love it. And before we but I turned on. out
0: fine, you know, and I and I, had, I have a good sense of humor. So I'd like to think that uh, I was doing the same for our kids. <laughs>
1: you were just like, you were just continuing the legacy, right? like,
0: Exactly. It was just a family tradition.
1: Well, before we move on, we don't need to harp on this too much, but like, you know, the world suffered this loss, but you know, he was like your TV dad. Like, how are you doing? I mean, it's still pretty recent.
0: Oh man. Um, there are still moments that I just, I, I think, uh, you know, that I'm going to see him. Um, if the cast gets together or we're somewhere, I, I, I'll I, see someone, you know, tall, dark hair and I'm like, oh, oh, you know, it's that thing when someone passes, you just, the places that you expect to see them and you don't um, feel a little hollow. Um, but you know, I am so grateful that the full house family was together and we were able to all come together. Mary Kate and Ashley and Dave and Bob and John and Lori and Candace and Andrea and I. I mean, it, we were all able to come together and support each other through this. And um, he was a wonderful, wonderful human being. And I will forever miss him in text threads where he and I used to just take a joke way too far and everyone else had moved on but Bob and I were still trying to outdo each other (laughs) I mean just those moments you know um of those little things that you miss and um and he gave really great hugs so I'll miss those too it's
1: the little things well speaking of Mary Kate and Ashley they were not part of Fuller House did you actually expect them to be part of the reboot
0: they have moved on like into the fashion world. They were so young when they did this show and when it ended, you know, I think people forget that, that they were only eight years old when it ended, when it was done. Like how much of your life do you remember before eight and how much of it is really that, like, if, you know, what you want to do now necessarily. So I think people really expected something of them that, um, you know, they've moved on, their interests are in a completely different realm. And I, they've been so incredibly successful and I understand being like, I don't, that's not what I do. I'm not an actor. I'm a, this is, this is it, you know, not wanting to come back and, um, and do something that isn't in your comfort zone.
1: I don't remember anything from eight or 10 or 12, but that's a whole nother story. Like, right. so I, I, like, I just, I'm not that person. Some people are, I, I don't have it. I mean, I'm not happy. I have about bits it. and
0: pieces. And I think a lot of it's like, I'll look at a picture and that's now the memory that I have in my mind, you know, of a moment, but whatever. But, um, but yeah, I mean, they totally. were nine months old when they started, they were babies. So I, you know, I, I don't, I think people expected there to be hard feelings and it wasn't like that at all. I was like, yeah, they, they're adults and they've moved on with their lives. That's okay.
1: Did you ever expect them? Cause like John Stamos in the beginning, when he did interviews, he would say like, you know, well just, they're not there now, but maybe, and I was like, really? I mean, no disrespect to anyone, anyway, but I was like, they're not going to be, I mean, they're busy. I like mean, I
0: think, I think John, you know, I think held out some hope. I think a few, you know, People always hoping, um, and, you know, again, the door was always open to them, um, but that just wasn't where they were, uh, and, you know, I will say it was um, really lovely to see them, although it was under such tragic circumstances, it was nice for all of us to be together.
1: Well, you have your red sweater on today because of these wonderful Christmas movies. Um, yes, are you like a fashion girl? Like, are you shocked at like what the row has become? I mean, I live in New York, so I've done many a fashion week. Like, the row is like major. Like, are you into fashion? It's you-
0: huge. I am. Huge. I will say though, I am not into fashion. I am not the fashion girl. I I, I love a cute outfit, um, but I yeah, I am not a, like a. I'm I'm easy mom like. Let's look cute and trendy, but make it wearable. Um, But no, they—I mean, what they've done with the Row and Elizabeth James and stuff—I mean, that's—they should be absolutely applauded for turning those brands into the success that they are.
1: It's totally major. Yeah. Before we move on and talk more about Christmas movies and other yes. things in your career, do you think, you know, like look, like we have like 902 and oh, I'm just comparing that. That's come and gone so many times. There's always talk of like, do you think we're done with full house and fuller house? And do you think Bob's passing affects mm. that at all?
0: I yeah, I was gonna say I don't know that we're done with with the the full fuller legacy um but i do think um i do think it's going to have to be sometime from now um after bob i think that would be a, a big loss i think you know obviously it's something that would could be dealt with at some point but um i do think that that, that definitely is a is a big hole in all of our hearts right now so we'll see but you know i'm all, like we always joke that we're up for a golden girls type version of you know kimmy and steph and dj living uh, somewhere in Miami wearing moo's on the lanai. So.
1: Do you see the smile on my face? Like I'm picturing (laughs) this, just give it like another. Right, I'm
0: in, let's do it, please.
1: And you don't even have to wait till you're that particular age. Although, do you know, like I read somewhere like when the Golden Girls was on.
0: (laughs) They were young, they were not elderly. Like they were young people.
1: Weren't they like 50 or something?
0: Yeah, they were like 50. Yeah, like in their their mid fifties, I think.
1: That. I don't even want to yeah. touch that because that's crazy. Right? Yeah. So there you go, you know? And then do you think before, this really is the last question about Full House. Like, okay. do you think Mary, can Ashley would ever be a part of something in the future? Like you said, like, you're not done with it. I, I mean,
0: why not again, and I think at this point, like they've made it pretty clear. So I think at this point, it's like, they, that's, that's not their thing and that's totally okay, you know?
1: It is totally okay. Well, here's my fingers crossed that we are. Thank you for <laughs> thank, thank you for saying we're not done with the Full House Fuller House. What? I
0: don't think it'll ever be done. I mean, I think people are still growing up and watching it, and it's still something that brings joy and happiness to a lot of people. So I, you know, I don't see it going away in the foreseeable future.
1: I mean, there are movies, there are table reads like the Friends did. Like you know, yeah,
0: we, there's so much that can be. Yeah, we the the the, the legacy shall live on. I'm sure. <laughs>
1: The legacy shall move on. Well, speaking of other things that you've done in your career, let's talk about Hollywood Darlings.
0: Yes. Yes. I loved that project. You did? Ah, I did. We had so much fun. You know, it was, um, it was a, a very curb your enthusiasm type show. So it was unscripted. Um, we played sort of these ridiculous versions of our, of ourselves, you know, it was us, but not us sort of like curb your enthusiasm. Um, and we just really got to run with it. I got to have fun with, you know, more adult type humor, things that are, that are a little bit more my style. Um, and being able to, you know, executive produce on it and to have a part in 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 creating and in doing the improv and and just getting to play with Christine Lake and, and and Beverly Mitchell as, you know, my co-stars was so much fun.
1: It was a great brilliant show. I am a huge reality TV fan, so I know this Thank wasn't you. exactly reality TV, but you know, and it was, I don't know if you know this, it was the most, like, high, highly rated debut on pop at that time, up to that point. Yeah,
0: it was, I mean, I, we did really well, or so I thought, um, and we got two seasons out of it. I feel like we could have gotten a third, um, but I know Shit's Creek was coming up at that point on pop, and that was kind of the, the big focus and stuff, but yeah, I, I loved what we did with that. I'm glad we got two seasons of it.
1: Did you as an actress find that easy, you know, like it was a heightened version, but it was still like some somewhat unscripted, like.
0: Yeah, it was. I mean, like, I love that kind of stuff. I love, you know, leaning into the comedy, the ridiculous, the, you know, I mean, there was one episode, I think, where I hire a magician, a discount magician, and it turns out that he's like an adult magician. So he's, you know, juggling not, colored balls well right you know what I mean uh and so like you know things like that where it was like you just got to play and have fun it was like what would you do in this situation if there were no rules you know what I mean if there were if you could say or do anything and so it was it was great and it was like a constant improv exercise uh, you know in an acting class where we were like okay yes and where do we go with this
1: are you a fan of any reality tv shows like do you watch like kardashians real housewives
0: I don't. I have never, I I will say I have never seen an episode of either of, of those. I just don't, I, I, I'm i not a huge TV person to begin with. And the TV that I do watch, if I watch rea- anything real, it's usually like some true crime murder documentary.
1: What are your, do you have TV guilty pleasures? like?
0: Um, well, one thing that I'll always, if I'm like, oh, I just want something that's like, I can turn on and it's easier whatever i will always put on um it's always sunny in philadelphia i love that show i love that humor um arrested development is also brilliant Brilliant. Um, yeah i ran into tony hale the other day um and right that's yeah yeah yes And um, I'm like, I know it's Tony. Did I get the last name right? Yeah, no. Anyway, I ran into him at a pressing and I was like, oh my God. Hi, I love you. I'm such a huge fan. Like, and like, then all I could think about was Lucille. So, um, you know, I, I love stuff like that. Those are probably, I guess, my guilty pleasures or like unsolved mysteries, stuff like that.
1: Those are some good ones. Well, listen, we have actresses on The Real Housewives. Now we have Lisa Rinna, Garcelle have yes. Denise Richards. Have you, you know, you you live there. Have you ever gotten a call from Rob? Have, have they ever I would never,
0: I would never do a reality show uh, about my life. And that was actually how, you know, originally Hollywood Darlings was pitched. And I said, I will, I said, I don't want to do something based on my life. It's just not my, it's not my style. So yeah, no, I'm good. I'm good. That And hey, more power to him to do your thing, ladies, but uh, not my deal.
1: I just figured since you live there, maybe someone reached out to you. Oh God, to, no, but know. my life
0: is so like, I, no, I am not Beverly hills It's no, I'm, I'm in a nice, you know, cute, small little house and I like it that way.
1: <laughs> well, speaking of Real Housewives, one of my close friends in the real world is Ebony K. Williams, Beyond oh, the Edge. yes. yes. How Love was your experience in the Panamanian jungle?
0: Uh, it was one of the hardest, most grueling things I've ever done in my life. Um, and it uh, changed me for, for real. Like being out in that jungle, it really put a lot of things in perspective. It, um, yeah, it was a, it was a big deal. And I really, really am so glad I did it. Um I think I've forgotten just how miserable, it, like, I know it was miserable, but I'm like, I don't know, man, I could do it again. Uh, because I think I've forgotten like the visceral experience of just how awful it was sleeping out there <laughs> and living out there for a few weeks.
1: It didn't look fun. I mean, what, what did you learn about yourself? How, how did it change you?
0: Um, I just, I, you know, I learned um, I was, I was stronger and more powerful than I thought I was. I um, I always know that, you know, I, mentally I can be a fighter, but I went out there and I really like held my own and I was really proud of myself for that. Um, and that I didn't give up and that I'm a I'm like a, a good teammate. You know, that was, a, that meant a lot to me. And then also being completely removed from like technology and screens and social media and all that for a couple of weeks in the jungle and to just be fully present. Um, I put, since I got back, like, I find that I put my phone down a lot more. Um, you do. Put it on do not disturb. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Maybe I need some time in the Panamian <laughs> pan- <medium> jungle. <laughs> I mean, that's... it is
0: life-changing. It really is. It really wow. is.
1: Well, speaking about things that you've done that are very difficult in your career, talk to me about Dancing with the Stars.
0: <laughs> yes. Dancing with the Stars was also incredibly challenging. Um, but it was something that I always wanted to do. I, you know, I used to go watch ballroom competitions when I was in my twenties. I, I just, I've always loved dance and ballroom dance. So getting the opportunity to actually learn how to do it was really thrilling and so much fun, but so much hard work. Um, but I had such a great partner in Keo. I actually just talked to him yesterday. He's um, in South Africa visiting his family, but I, you know, I, um, I got a great partner who, I really grew with, and, um, you know, again, challenged myself in ways, um, and pushed through frustration and uncomfortable, you know, body aches and pains and things like that. But, uh, took a lot out
1: of me. I have had so many people on from that show that have competed and they say, I mean, it's one of the hardest things they've ever done.
0: Yeah, it really, really is.
1: What's harder that or beyond the edge.
0: Uh, be on the edge, for sure. Put, you know, be on the edge, for sure. Um, it, it was, that that was unlike anything else I've ever done in my life. You know, I remember when I told my mom I was going to go live in the jungle for a couple of weeks and do this competition show and, you know, do all these challenges. She was like, I, something's wrong with you. I don't understand why you would do that. That sounds awful. And I was like, that sounds exciting. And she was like, we have very different definitions of exciting. So... <laughs>
1: She's like, wait a second, really?
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, but no, it was, Beyond the Edge was was incredibly challenging. And just because you were sleeping out there, like it was, you never got a break. Like there was no, you know, Dancing with the Stars, you could go home, you could go get a massage, you could, you know, with Beyond the Edge, it was like you were constantly in these uncomfortable conditions, so.
1: Would you do Dancing with the Stars again? You know, like they have All Stars versions that <sighs> come and go.
0: You know, before my ankle injury, I would have, but I now have a bunch of plates and screws in my left ankle. And uh, after Beyond the Edge, I really pushed that. Leg, and I'm like, you know, I'm, I'm good. And I, I think all, like I've done it. I don't know that I need to do it again. I, I think I'm good.
1: But what we'll if. See. <laughs> it, n- never say never, right?
0: Exactly, right.
1: What about, you know, your full Fuller House cast? You know, who do you think would, you know, who would you put your money on? Like Candace has done it, but who do you think should step up next to Dancing with the Stars? Like if anyone could go on it, who would you? Oh,
0: I think Andrea should do it. I think Andrea would be so great. She's terrified to dance, but I know she could do it. And I think she would just have so much fun. And really, I, I think she'd be great. So I'd love to see Andrea on.
1: Or John Stamos. I mean, way back, he did an interview <laughs> yes. once where he said he never would. But, you know, that was like 10 years ago. Things change. In yeah, you
0: years. never know. You never know.
1: I think he would get very, very far. <laughs> what what do you love best about these Christmas movies? You know, I mean, there's like we started with that. They're so joyful. Like what what's just the best thing about being a part of like the lifetime and, you know, doing these movies?
0: You know, I have had so many people come up to me and tell me, um, how much they love these movies or what a tradition it is for their family to watch them. And, you know, I had a really wonderful story of this young man that came up to me and he, um, he said, I just want to thank you for your Christmas movies. I had done a few Hallmark ones. He said, but um, he said, my grandmother was dying of cancer around the holidays and your movie came out and she loved you on full house. And so we watched your movie a bunch of times when it you know came out. He said, and then she passed right after the holidays. He said, but I have so many wonderful memories of watching your holiday movies and full house with her. And and I, that that meant so much to know that this comfort and warmth and happiness, you know, gets to come to people maybe when they're not having the best holidays and, and maybe, you know, make them a little bit better.
1: I love that. Now, a very, when I was told a friend of mine I was sitting down to chat with you the first thing she said is pants off dance off now <laughs> I had no idea being a pop culture expert I was like I have no idea what you're talking about well it I was a, it now was since gone down a very dark hole
0: yes yes this is it, I
1: mean talk to me
0: it's I so it was a cult hit that show right like it was like if you knew about it, you knew about it. And there was a lot of people that were very into it. And we had, I mean, I had so much fun. We would get these videos and watch them and just write the most ridiculous reviews and stupid comments. It was, I mean, as, as, a, a, as a host, it was fun because we were writing and joking around and just, it was like watching people do weird things and then just commenting. It was like a YouTube commentary video before that was even a thing. Um, but it was definitely, uh, yeah, it was definitely weird and dark and it felt very, um, like John Waters-esque was how I would put it. And I love him. So yeah, so it was kind of actually something that was right up my alley.
1: I am right there with you. <laughs> I am like, forgive me yeah. for not knowing what this was, but yeah, it has brought no, me I so feel much like, pleasure. Oh, if
0: we could have had Divine on there, like it just would have been, that's what we needed. <laughs>
1: That would have been epic. Yeah. Do you like hosting? Like, is that something you want to do more of? Is there a part of the business like that you haven't done? You've done so much that you kind of want to maybe try.
0: Yeah. You know, I've been hosting a lot more and I really love it. Um, I love, I have a podcast called Never Thought I'd Say This, that we just finished our fifth season this year and um, we're coming back early next year. Um, but that's given me an opportunity to to host and interview and do things. I've done a lot of co-hosting, The Talk um, of E! Daily Pop, things like that. Something I'm moving more into and I really like it. I mean, I would, uh, you know, I, I one far off dream that I always have is to like host my own, uh, you know, nighttime talk show. That's like a, you know, comedy talk show. Um, but we'll see. That's brewing around in the back of my mind. I'm going to put it out there and like manifest that for you know, 2023
1: let's manifest that you have been on the talk a lot. Your podcast yes. is great. Would you ever, you know, you talk about your good friend, Candice Cameron Bure and like the view, like, would you ever go on like the talk or the view, like as a full-time gig? Like if you were, could you yeah. see yourself oh, Yeah, like for that? sure.
0: For sure. I, um, I, I definitely would. I, people that know me also know I am, uh, a voracious reader of news and current events. And, uh, I love talking and learning and discussing things like that. So yeah, I, that would be, I I would love to do something like that.
1: From one podcast host to the next, what do you love best about, you know, hosting your own podcast?
0: I love that I get to talk about things that are meaningful to me that maybe haven't been discussed. I love that I get to be really raw and honest in my podcast. You know, it's a, it's me and my best friend, Celia Behar, uh, And we, she's raising two girls, I'm raising two girls and, you know, we were single moms there for a while and, you know, trying to navigate all of that and sort of talking about the real stuff of parenthood that, uh, that people kind of gloss over and saying like, it's okay to have these normal feelings about parenthood. And you are going to say and do some wild things, like some of them hilarious and some of them like terrifying, but uh, parenting is quite a ride, so
1: have your children watched? Like, do they know? Have they watched Full House, Fuller House? Have they seen it all? Oh yeah,
0: they've watched. Yeah, they've watched Full House. They're like, no, nah, it's not for me. Um, they've watched. They, you know, used to come to all the Fuller House tapings. Uh, but I really think they were more interested in craft service than what I was doing. Uh, because at the end of the day, like, it's mom. Like, uh, you know what I mean? Like, it's weirdly unimpressing, and they're kind of like, yeah, whatever. It's just it's what they've always. You know, what they've seen me do for most of their lives. So um yeah, they but they, you know, there's huge supporters. They like my comments and you know, pictures and things like that. But yeah, they're not uh they're too cool to watch anything that mom does.
1: So they're not into these Christmas movies as much as the rest of us are. No,
0: no, they're not I mean, they might be as well, maybe if I'm not in it, but like I they're always like, It's weird watching you, mom, because like your mom. I'm like, Yeah, I get that. I would be weirded out too if my mom were an actor. I'd be like, That's sp- you don't sound like that. Like, that's not what you sound like when you tell me to clean my room.
1: <laughs> they're like, wait a second, what's going on here?
0: Right, right, right. It, yeah, very different.
1: Well, you know, with these two Christmas movies, and they're both so great, you know, Lifetime and, you know, Hallmark, they've been known to like mix things up, you know, like, could we see maybe in the future, you doing a Christmas movie, maybe with an Andrea, barber or a Candace, or maybe all three of you
0: who knows we'll see I mean that you know I um I I, like we said the doors never close to those to those things um I I love that there are a lot of holiday movies out now though and that people are admitting their love for them I mean I've had you know big bearded dudes come up and be like I love your holiday movies you know it's it's great I mean I think people really it makes people happy and um I'm all for you know maybe mixing it up sometime with with Andrea and Candace sure
1: I would love that too. Well, also I should say, congratulations. You got married earlier this year. I did. I am from New York. So I know that you were having a long distance relationship. He was in Brooklyn. Like, did you, were you here? Did you get to, do you have a favorite like restaurant in New York? Did you really appreciate all that New York has to offer? I mean, I know you've been here for press and everything. I love
0: New York. You know, we shot Pants Off Dance Off in New York too. Fuse was there. So I worked in New York city a lot in my Uh, twenties. I had a lot of fun in the city um but i would some of my favorite i mean i've been to per se i've been to jean george which are like phenomenal unbelievable next level like it's a it's an art experience to go to a restaurant like that those are lovely but as far as like restaurants to go to i love quality italian and quality eats uh in the west village and quality italian is uh they're in midtown right by the park uh it's I just it's always good. My dear friend Adam took me there years ago and they just they never disappoint. The chicken parm pizza. Mwah, uh.
1: I was literally just going to say like please tell me you have the chicken parm pizza. People the Chicken parm
0: pizza. Don't the understand. Ricotta, the oh god, have you ever had the little golden truffle uh dessert thing that's like a giant oh. Okay. It's like gold-wrapped foil. Next time you go you have to get, it's the like fanciest dessert there, whatever they come and they crack it open at your table. It's like a giant fer- ferro rocher, Ferrero rocher, yeah, whatever, you know what I mean? That's little, what I'm picturing. Wrap, it's exactly like that, but like this big, it's amazing. I highly recommend
1: I try to tell people that chicken parm pizza is like, you can't really, I'm like, wait, there's no bread. And they're like, with I the, don't understand. The spicy
0: honey. No, no, no. It's so good. It's so good.
1: Yeah. It's literally. And then at Quality
0: Eats, The, uh, the bacon peanut butter thing and the monkey bread done. My, my husband and I would, we would go to quality eats and go and just like get six appetizers and just eat all of that.
1: See, that's more right. Per se is like, I've been, it's like, to me, like a once it's like, it's great. I went went to
0: per se with, I did a dinner there for six people for my friend's birthday, my, my dear friend Brooke. And I told him, I said, this is your birthday and Christmas and all of the holidays and everything forever in perpetuity. So enjoy <laughs> because it was not a cheap <laughs> meal, but it was such a wonderful experience. Um, and we had such a great time. And I, like I said, it was something that I, I rarely ever do is go to a restaurant like that, but, uh, I can appreciate it every once in a while. It's
1: per se awesome. is like, here are all your gifts for like the rest of our relationship.
0: It, right. Yeah, that was it. It was actually, you know, it was funny, too, because it was one of the first dates um, that my husband and I went on when I, I had come back to the city and we decided to kind of make things work. And that was like the second night I think we went out in the city was was with some friends to that restaurant. So and he's a picky eater. He doesn't like a lot of stuff. So he it was he he went along for the ride.
1: Was he like, I mean, that's kind of where you seal the deal, like per se on a second date. I mean,
0: he, well, it was, he was like, here, take the, he would give me his caviar. And that's when I was like, I'll take that.
1: (laughs) You never turn the caviar down.
0: Right. Even though, I mean, it's hysterical. I say all this stuff and I'm like, you know, the thing I love most is like chicken tenders and fries. I mean, I I am a very, very easy to please girl, but you know what? Every once in a while, you got to treat yourself.
1: I agree. Is there anything else before we wrap up? Like, listen, A Cozy Christmas Inn was great. Mary Swissness, they're both great. I mean, I hope to see you in Christmas movies for years and years to Thank come. You. I mean, this is
0: Thank so you, I love doing them. I love doing them. They're really fun. I think people are gonna really, I, I, A Cozy Christmas Inn has gotten, a lot of people said they really loved it. It's gotten some great reviews. We had a wonderful time doing that. Um, and Mary Swissmas, I think, has a really beautiful look to it as well. You know, it's a little more European, so it's like very warm and candlelit and subdued. I mean, our, our DP, Serge Rosier, on there was just amazing. Um, so I am very excited for people to see the Lifetime movie. Um, and it comes out Saturday, November 5th at 8, 7 central.
1: And of course it's lifetime. So it's like, you know, here you are going to the Swiss Alps to see your mother. And of course, like your ex is there. And it's like, I'm like, this is why, right. love well, this is why we love lifetime. It's still
0: lifetime. And, but it's still, it's very real. Right. Is and I loved, and that was actually one of the things that when I read the script, I was like, I really like this. There's, it's not perfect. There's mom has crossed a boundary and invited the friend and there's some tension there, but it's, I love my mom, but I've got to do, you know, and then the best friend and feeling torn, like it had layers. It was complex, it, which is what the holidays are for so many people. So many times, it's like, oh, that person's here. How do I like get through this? You know.
1: And I was talking to your PR before you came on. You know, if you Google it, a lot of places online it says Jody Sweeten, Mary Swissman Lifetime, and I was like, wait, it's not. <laughs> it's called Mary Swissman, but if you Google it after this, it's like it's printed really? a lot of places. It says Mary Swissman, but it's Mary Swissness. I I swear I was like, am I losing my mind? Spell check? I literally I can't tell you how many
0: times I read like art like New York Times online and I'm like, how did you misspell that? That's the wrong form of there or something.
1: (laughs) Well, listen, it says Mary, so it's Christmas obviously. Mary
0: is Mary Swissmas because it takes place in Switzerland. Uh so Mary Swissmas. Um just yeah, you know, think of like hot cocoa and things.
1: And the good news is your name is correct. Lifetime is correct. The date is correct. The That's time is right. correct. So people are going to find it. People I was just like, this is crazy. Where did this come and from?
0: And we can call, I'll call Tim Rosen, Mary Swissman. That's what, yeah, he is. He is See? a Mary Swissman.
1: <laughs> well, listen, I've really appreciated chatting with you. Thank you yeah. so much for your time. Like you've been so generous. Absolutely. So like, I really appreciate this. And congratulations with these two movies in November Thank 5th so at eight much. o'clock. Thank you Thank so you much.
0: Thank you so much. Absolutely. Take care. Bye.
1: Bye.